that if you're not already there. Because we have some believers. They trust God. They believe God. They know he said it. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care what the doctors say. I don't care what they say at my job. I am whole. I'm a believer. Believers, you know, sometimes they shout. Sometimes they run. See, you may not understand because we're, we're worshiping him on the inside out. He's invisible. He's big. He made the heavens and the earth, the seas and the fountains of water. And he lives big in me. So when I'm praising, I'm praising in the house of the Lord. I may not be doing what promising them do. And what the? She said, your feet are going everywhere. But anyway, but I'm praising him my way. Anybody got your way? So some of you may run. When your believers run, they shout. They lift their hands because they're like, Daddy, I know it. I know. I understand. I got this. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it that you got it. See, that's what believers do. So, so it's going to be all right. Amen. So, the, so we're going to start off talking about what God have me to say this last day, um, that um, he wants us to continue to walk like him. And talk like them, him and, and be more like him. Hmm? More in your word. Because he needs to use you to do those miracle signs and wonders. He needs all of us. Each one of us. You're only here because you have a purpose from God to do something from, for him. In this world. Right here, right now. You may think it's all about your business. Or all about making that money or whatever you say. But it's all about what are you doing for Jesus? What are you here for? You don't want to get to heaven and he said, I'm going to show you what you was going to do. No, I don't know if he, I don't think he's going to do that. But you may have to go to the school of what you was going to do. Amen? Or you may go to the school of good and faithful servant. Good job. Well done. He has a purpose for you. He has a plan for each one of you, each and every person. You are, only, you are only here to do what God has called you to do. So 2016 is going to be a great year, as Kenneth Copeland prophesied. It's going to be a great year. Somebody ought to say, hey, I got that. I got it. I got it. You see, Jesus, he had a mission. He, now, he were, remember, Jesus is always demonstrating for us what we're supposed to do like him imitators like him so from the moment he stood up in that synagogue y'all remember that story in Luke uh, let's go there Luke 4 18 Jesus stood up in that church and they always known him as a teenager that was with his mama and daddy Mary and Joseph but now he's Jesus you know he's got his his book he took the book and he opened it on the 18th verse and he says the spirit of the Lord is with is upon me. And they're going like, really? you just a little boy from down the street. You're, you're saying that God is with you. Who, who are you? So he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. That word is means that I know that I know. No matter where you, no matter whether you see him or not, the king eternal that made the heavens and the earth and the seas and the fountains of waters is upon me. Now remember, he looked just like you and me. He looked just like me standing here going, hey, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. They go, isn't that Morrison Rose's Kyla's daughter? Who she thinks she is? R really. 
because they have been going through so much drama, so much sickness, disease, killing, all kinds of things. Now, out of all the people in the world, you're going to step up there and say, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me? Really? But he was saying, King Eternal is with me. Everything you need, if you just listen, if you just turn your ears on and turn your heart on from the inside, not you what you see from the outside, but just turn it on on the inside. And down in where you, you believe and know that you know, you know that knowing down on the inside, no matter how it looks, God who made the heavens and the earth is with me right now. Everything you think you need, your purpose, your plan, the reason why you were born in that house, the reason why you had to go through what you're going through, I got the answer. It's on me. If you need finances, I got a way. If you need healing, I got it. Whatever you need, I got it. It's right here, right now. Don't look at me because I'm Mary and Joseph's son. And you watch me grow up from a little baby. I am being used of God. God is using me. This is my purpose and my plan. He needs my mouth. He needs my body. He needs my vocal cords. He needs me to stand here right now to tell you the God who made everything is right here and right now. Whatever you need, listen up. Glory to God. He said he's on me, and he believed that down in his heart. Nobody can take that away from Jesus. He said, he's on me. He's upon me. Listen, he's a God who made it all. Remember, he's demonstrating how to walk by faith. He had faith in his father. He said, hey, walk, have faith in God, Mark eleven twenty two. Trust that he with you. Know that you know you know. His word says so, so I believe it is so. God is with me. The God who made the heavens and the earth, the seas, the fountains of waters. And in Hebrews eleven six, he said, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God, and God was coming, came to him, he said, he must believe that he is. He believed that God that made it all was with me. He's no different than you. And he believed that his father was a rewarder of them that consistently stayed in his face, consistently just do what he said to do, and you will see him manifest upon you and in you and all around you. So Jesus stood before the crowd. My daddy is on me. He got everything you need. And so I'm saying to you right now, everything you need is in this room right here, right now. Somebody ought to give the Lord a shout. There is absolutely nothing different when Jesus was with them in the synagogue than it is right now. All he needs is somebody to sit out in those chairs and say, you know what? I believe that thing. I am not leaving out of here the same way I came in. And you told me that God has everything I need. It's impossible for me to leave out of here the same way. Somebody ought to shout like you know it's right. I'm not going to sit here. The same thing he went through is what we're going through right now. Pastor can preach the word, say the word, and you leave out saying, that was a good word. What did he preach about? I don't know, but it sure was good. 2016 will not be the same. 
I will not leave out when a word is going forth from God to save my life, to deliver my life, to give me those things that he desires of me. The same way. And I, then I came in and I leave out the same way. Nah, no more. No mas. No more. You know what? He's the same God. When you think about it, John 3, 16, that so loved the world. He's the same God that came to Jesus, came upon him, and stood before him. He came out. So those words was like, you know what? I'm just telling you, God who made it all loves you. So that's the first thing you need to realize. That he was saying that because he loved them. I love you. He said, God, for God so loved the world. He loved all of us. He loved our families, our children. He put in the earth everything we needed in Genesis 1-1. Let's go there and just check it out a little bit because it's the same God that was upon Jesus. It's the same one in Genesis 1-1 who created the heavens and the earth. If you need help finding Genesis 1-1, somebody next to you will help you. It says, in the beginning, God. That word God means love. Love. God is, he created, and this is what love does. Love creates. It makes things new. It turns the old to new. It turns those things that are without form and void. It brings it life. Amen? He, he takes the sick and makes them, or heal, whichever one. He is God. Whatever is ugly, he makes beautiful. Amen? Whatever is broken, God, who is love, what does he do? He fixes it. So everywhere God is, and but the key word I'm getting ready to get to, and the earth was without form and void. We talk about the earth that we're standing and sitting here right now. So, God looked at this big, big rock, this oversized rock, huge. It didn't have a shape. It was not a circle because it says here it was without. It had nothing in it. It was just a big old ugly rock. And, and it says, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. So this big old ugly rock, and it was darkness was there, and it was just ill. You couldn't see nothing. Now, this is, this is the same God. Remind yourself, the same God that's upon Jesus, and he's standing before the people. He had literally everything they needed, just like everything he needed on this earth to make it happen. The same God. It says, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So the key thing, God, what is he showing us? He says, so I have this big rock, and all I'm going to do to this rock is I'm just going to move upon it. The face of the waters. So I just picture in my own mind, he was looking down at the waters upon this big rock. This is a demonstration. God could be somewhere and nothing happens. This is, a, this is an example. Remember, he's demonstrating how things are. God could be working through people, opening supernatural doors, and you saying, did I put the macaroni and cheese on? Do I, I'm going to have chicken later. What are we going to eat later on? Hey, what are we going to do? We're going to the movies. You're not even paying attention. Things, the God who he said, I mean, just the thought of him putting a rock up there and he's up there in the dark. He bad, right? <laughs> so he's upon this rock. God is there. But he's demonstrate, demonstrating in verse 3 
how do we get him to do what he already said or just manifest what he already said we have? It says, and God said, let there be what? That word light, like Pastor preached Wednesday, if you wasn't there, you missed it. It was the bomb. That word light is the glory. Let it be himself. And the the real translation uh, of this verse, it says light be. So God be. Just be in this. He so loved it. He just put himself in it. Did that make sense? Y'all got it? You getting it? Who don't got it? So God moved upon it. He stood there. He was waiting for words to be spoken. The Spirit of the Lord was waiting for the words to speak. When words of faith are spoken, God moves. So God said, light be, or let there be light. And there was light. That word light is illumination. It's, it's um, the life that's in the earth. It, it is um, the, the neurons, the protons, the, all them, what they call them, elements, things. Anybody got um, chemistry? All of them came into the earth. And then the earth, think about this, has in the middle of the earth, there's liquid iron. Anybody know about that? Come. Boy, you can in the school, haven't you? But anyway. But in the center of the earth is liquid iron. And it's moving very, very fast. And because it's moving so fast, it's taking the earth, and the earth is going, oh, thank you, oh, thank you. And it's causing everybody in the earth to stay down. And what is that called? And gravity's definition is what? The definition of gravity is G-O-D, God. It is God that holds us down. That's the shirt. Put it on my shirt. Definition of gravity, God. Thank you. But it's holding us down because the earth is spinning so fast, the magnetic liquid iron in the middle is causing everybody to sit down. But yet the earth is moving how many miles per hour? Say it loud, girl. The earth is moving 1,000 miles per hour. You are sitting down. Take a moment and think about that. How come? Because gravity, who is gravity? Hello. You are actually sitting down in the, that's the same God who put those planets that sits there. Some of them are moving. Who, who, I mean, he is off the chain. There's absolutely nothing you need right now he can't fix. There's nothing. He can't turn around. He just needs somebody to be like Jesus when he stood up there and said, I don't care what you say, what y'all do, my daddy is on me. And everything you need is on me for you. I need you guys to listen. This is off the chain. When you really, really think about it, God is good. Everything you need, he wants you to have it because he what, lo- 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 loves you. John 1, 4, and 5, Pastor talked about on on Wednesday night. He said, in him was life, and that life was the light of men. That's the same light that moved upon the earth when Jesus said, let there be life. And the earth began to spin, and everything began to happen. The same life, the same light. 
went on is upon Jesus. And Jesus is telling us, he told them, I need you to pay attention. Everything that I do, I need you to walk like me, follow me, talk like me. When the word goes forth, the pastor preaches the word because I set the pastor there to bring words and things that I need you to do in your life. Take notes and put it down so you can go back and study it. Because this is going to bring you to your purpose and the plan that I have for your life. So everybody got that? Say, I got it. So now Jesus wants us to complete the mission of Jesus. Jesus wants us to complete his mission. He told them to listen. He wants them to know that God is in me. The same thing we need to know is begin to believe God is with us. Come on, somebody say, God is with me. Say, God is with me. Say it like you mean it. God is with me. Say, God is with me. See, there's two ways to, to say it. You can say it out your mouth, and you're just saying it because I told you to say it, but you can say it down in here. That you know what, what she's saying today, I'm taking hold of this. Okay, you know, I'm, 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 living under, I'm living under my means. I got more in me than I know how to get. I need to pay attention, man. God is with me. Somebody say it like you know it. Close your eyes and say, God is with me. God is with me. Turn around, tell about five people, God is with me. 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 You need to tell the cameraman, look at him and say, God is with me. We're talking to you, Steve. God is with me. The more you have faith that is so, you will see him manifest. Because believing, believing is what causes the things that you're believing for to manifest. Believing is a sign that I love him. I love him so much. I want to do what he says, walk like he walks, talk like he talks. I know it's a little challenging when I make this change to walk like him. But I'm going to do it because he said so, and he is with, with, with me. Remember in Acts 10, 38, where it says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, dynamite explosive ability, miracle power. What did he do? Wherever he is and that power is and somebody believes, he went about doing good, healing all that would oppress of the devil, for God was with him. You see? So you let this, going into 2016, put the word in your mouth. Do the Joshua 1.8. What does it say? This book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth. But I'm going to meditate this word, how often? Day and night, that I may observe to do all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make that way prosperous, and then I have good success. I'm doing what he says. I'm walking like he walked, talking like he talks. And then verse 9 said, didn't I tell you to be strong and of good courage? Don't be afraid. Neither be dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with you. Say, he's with me wherever I go. Come on, somebody shout, wherever I go. 
Didn't I tell you in Hebrews 13, 5, I will never, somebody said with me, I will never under any circumstance, under any situation, leave you or forsake you. Never. I am God and I am with you. Anybody got faith in God? I'm with you. How many get it? Lift your hands and say, I got it. I got it. God is with me. Everything I need, I got it. If you're not saving, you haven't accepted Jesus Christ into your life and said, Jesus, come my life, and, and, and I'm ready for you to work through me. I want to do my purpose. Today is your day. Amen? Jesus walked in his purpose. And let me, let's go back to Luke 18. And let me, show, let me show you how he told them, this is why God is on me. He says, the spirit of the Lord is on me. When I, he is here, no matter what you think, he's here. Because he's anointed me. That means I put myself on you, on him. Just like... Um, hamburger and a hamburger bun, um, hot dog and a hot dog bun, just like um, icing on a cake. What else, y'all? Just like uh, I, cherry on, a, on top of a, a ice cream. Okay. He's, he's all around him like a blanket, like you wrap your newborn baby. I'm, but I'm all over him. I smeared myself on him. I put myself in him. I put myself on him. He can't escape me. I am with him. And I did all of this to demonstrate to you guys what you need to make sure you believe that when you receive Jesus in your life and your heart, he's with me, he's on me, he wrapped me like a baby in a blanket from head to toe. Amen? I put Jesus, I put myself on him because I knew the people would be crazy. That's one. I know they're going to be crazy when you say that. They're going to want to just hurt you. Because because you have something they don't, you know how people act, they just hate us. So I had to put myself on you for your protection. I will protect you. I'm your shield. I'm the lifter of your head when things seem hard. I'm the supernatural door opener when it seems like every door is closed. I will supernaturally make a way out of no way. I will send somebody to open that door for you. So I put my glory on him so he can preach. That is to say something. The word preach is to open your mouth and say something. What did he want him to say? I want him to say who I am. I want him to, he, he, I have him something for him to say about me. This is what God is saying. And he want, I want you to say the gospel. What is the gospel? The good news to the poor. So he came up there. He said, God is on me. The Father whom created it all to bring good news in every area of your life. Whatever you lacking, I got it. See, this is big talk for a little man. I believe he was a big man, though. But this is something. He, one man against all those people saying, I got everything you need. It's my daddy. My daddy is, has anointed me, smeared himself all over me to tell you whatever you in lack of, I got it. I open doors for you. You're sick, you'll be healed if you trust in me. He said, I have whatever you need. He's using my body as a living sacrifice. 
It is not me that's speaking it to you. I'm just saying what my daddy tell me to say. You need to look at um, John 14, 10. He says, the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father dwells where? In me. He's going to do all this work. He's the one that's going to open them doors. All because he loves you. You see? It goes back. He's saying all of this because he so loves you. And where you find that? Oh, boy. Don't knock me down because you're preaching good. That's it. John 3, 16. He says, remember, all his words are life. These are not just words in the Bible to wear on a T-shirt. But John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. Really? If you really believe that, you know he got everything you need. He'll supply it. He'll open doors if you just believe it. Down in your heart of your heart. Down deep in your spirit. Nobody can take away what God has already shown me. Nobody can take away these words of life that I'm standing on. God said, I'm not a man that I lie to you. I said it. I need you to read it, believe it, receive it, and you will see it come to pass. He said, I'm saying what my daddy says. So who you see right here, it's not me. I'm being used to God. He's using my mouth, my vocal cords. Do you know the same thing is happening right now? God is doing the same thing he did to Jesus right here, right now, for you from me. He says, open your ears that you may hear. I'm about to save your life. Because in me is life, wholeness, completeness, protection, direction. Open your eyes, open your ears, and hear what I'm saying from the Lord this morning. God is trying to open the doors for you, and he's trying to tell you something. He's trying to tell you, I need you to pay attention to these words this morning. Because I got blessings for you. You'll be blessed coming in and blessed going out. I'll be with you everywhere you go. There's nothing that you're going through that I can't heal you from. There's no pressure too deep that I can't lift you out of. There's no mountain too high that I can't knock down. Because I made a way for you, says the Lord of hosts. I made a way for you. He said, I made a way that man has not even seen yet. I am God Almighty, the Lord of glory. I am the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I'm the great I am. You don't believe it? Anybody believe it? Say, I believe it, Daddy. He says, I'm the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Somebody say, I got it. I got it. See, when we're saying I got it, it's not just with my mouth so everybody can see you saying I got it. But down inside of me, I got this thing. You said it, and that's all it takes for me to believe what you said. And say what you said. That, that when I say what he says, I'm holding on to what he said in, inside. You know, blood pressure go up. By Jesus' stripes, I'm healed. Father, I thank you. I'm standing on what you said. I eat the delicious meal. Check the blood pressure. Oh, uh, yeah. What did I tell you last time? I said by stripes, I am healed. I am the healed and not the sick. Not use wisdom. If the doctor tell you to let go of the salt, you ain't going to put the whole thing on until my body stripes. Hey, I'm healed. No, you say, I'm going to do what God says. What the doctor said, cut back on the salt, then you have to do that. Cut back on the sugar. Eat those delicious pies and cakes and tots. Hallelujah. Shall we move on? Glory to God. But he came to preach the good news 
to any area of lack. And that is what God is saying to you. Any area that you're lacking in, he got it. Somebody say, I got it. God is here. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. The gospel is the good news that he loves you. Love me. I mean, what does that mean? And he said, God so loved the world. I mean, what are you saying? I put everything I am inside of it. I just need you to believe that I'm there. Believe that I sent my son and you can have everything that he has. You have inher inherited the blessing. You have inherited all the goodness. It's all my son. It's for you. I just need you to believe that I love you. It's John 3.16. Let's go to Mark 1.15. It's going to tell us what is this good news. Jesus was saying that my, my daddy loves you, uh, and he got everything for you. He got some blessing for you. Give us more, Jesus. Mark 1.15. He says, and saying the time is fulfilled. Oh, my God. Everything you need is here. Every supply. Because we're, we're going with that scripture that says, I will supply all of your needs according to what? The riches in his glory. Where is the riches of the glory? It's in God himself. Everything you need is in him. And they're called the riches of the glory. What he said in his word in John, the 14th chapter, he said, in my father's house is what? Many mansions. That's many riches. Everything you need is up in the house. It's in his house. What do you need? You need a house? I got you. I'll show you how to get it. You just got to have patience. You got to have, you got to get out your bed and you got to talk to me. You can't just believe me by just saying it today and then not opening your Bible the next day. That's a sign I don't believe. If I believe, I get in his word. He said, those that love me keep this, keeps the word. Anybody say that a man wrote this? They never read it. Never read it. They don't know what they're talking about. Because if, God, if a man was this bad, he bad. He, he needs to be sitting right with God. He, God used us through, he went through the man to write it down. They're all topical. They don't, they don't deal with the spiritual. They just heard somebody else said it. Because that's the craziest thing ever. That means you never met him. You don't spend time in his presence. You don't spend time in his word. Just spending time in his word. He, he'll show you things to come. He'll open supernatural doors where you will say, I know. What, that I know, I know. Down in my spirit that God did that. God did that. God made that door open. God sent that person to me right there, right on, on time. God saved me from getting shot. God saved me from getting ran over with that car. He'll always be with you. He said, I'll never leave you. Remember what we said, nor forsake you. I'm always there. Jesus preached the gospel. Let's go to Galatians 3.8. Oops, I'm sorry, Mark 1.15. We was there. It says, the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. God's way of doing things is at hand. This is the gospel. Everything you need. That's what Jesus was telling them. Uh, when he stood before that congregation, he said, everything you need is right here. It's in my hand. I got windows of blessings for you. Windows of heaven open for you. Supernatural doors. I just need you to turn around. Put your eyes on me and believe the what? Gospel. Believe the good news that's spoken before you even today. Believe that these words are not just something I want to say. These words are God speaking through me to you. Jesus preached the gospel. Galatians 3.8. I'm preaching the gospel to you. Jesus, what we're doing, what I'm doing and God want you to do, you're, gonna, you're completing the mission Jesus had. 
He preached, now he needs us to complete it. Keep going with it. Galatians 3, 8, it says, And the scripture foreseen that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham. So Abraham even got the gospel preached to him, saying, In thee all nations be what? Blessed. In other words, it's saying in um, today's lingo or the, the, uh, of the way it's explained is everywhere that Abraham walked, and talk and move because he believed the words of the Lord. He believed what he said. He trusted what he said. He stood on what he said daily, saying what he says. I, he said, I will be with you everywhere you go. So the same way that he was with Abraham, he will be with you. Verse 9. So then they which be of faith are blessed with who? So the same way Abraham, God was with Abraham, he will be with you if you do what Abraham did. Abraham stayed in the word. He trusted in the word. He stood on the word. He spoke the word. And he watched God do what he said he was going to do. Any believers in the house? Somebody say, I got it. Woo, I got it. Abraham, you know, in, in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, the Bible says that good news that the blessing of Abraham is here. The blessing of Abraham will come upon us. So because we believe like him, in verse 9, it says, so they would be of faith, are blessed with faith for Abraham. Let's see the blessing. Let's read a little bit of it. Deuteronomy 28, 1. The blessing of Abraham is with us. That word blessing, another way to say blessing is to be, I will empower you with myself, God himself, for you to prosper. I will empower you with all my might, my ability, my strength, because you believe. And you're speaking my word. You're keeping my commandments. You're standing on my word. You're trusting in me with all your heart, leaning not to your own understanding, but you're trusting and standing on my word. And you're diligently listening to the voice of the Lord thy God, observing and doing all his commandments, which he command this day, that the Lord thy God will set you high above all nations of the earth. And then verse 2, it says, and all the blessings, all the blessing, in other words, all that God is, will be with you. It shall come on thee, and I will overtake you if you would just listen unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Come on, we walking like Abraham walked. He will listen to the voice of the Lord thy God. And all that God was, walk with him. Verse 3, he said, bless shall you be in the city. Bless shall you be in the field. Everywhere you go, I'll be with you. And that goes back to I will never leave you nor. He said, blessed you will be. I'll be with you in the fruit of your body, in your children, the fruit of your ground, everywhere you plant your finances, everything you touch. I'll be with the fruit of your cattle, the increase of thy kind and the flocks of their sheep. He's talking like they did back in those days when they had farms and, and, um, and cattle and, and sheep. But he's talking about I'll be in your bank account. The next verse, I'll be in your basket and your store, everything you touch. In other words, I'm just going to be with you everywhere you go. Whatever you touch, I'm there. And wherever I am, there'll be supernatural blessings, supernatural victory. Somebody ought to give the Lord a shout of praise. And they say, everywhere you go, when you're coming in and out, I'm there. I'll watch over my words that you spoke, that you're speaking. I'll perform it in your life. Just stay in my word. Just stay in my presence, believing in your heart. Not just coming to church and saying, oh, you know, yeah, I believe it. I got it. But then going home and do nothing. But to be a believer gets in his word day in and day out. And they stand on the promises of God. 
Ooh, Mark 11, 22. I'm just going to take that one because y'all know that's one of my favorites. Mark 11, 22, they said, Father, I got faith. I got faith in you. I got faith that you get there. I'm, I'm taking your word. You say you're with me, so therefore you are with me. Trusting in your word. You said if I, I whatever, I, I can speak to mountains because I believe you're with me. You're all around me. And I can tell that mountain to be moved, be cast in the sea. As long as I don't doubt in my heart, but believe what you said should come to pass, I have what I say. I think you said whatever I desire. When me and you are talking, having faith that you're with me and you're in me, that I can have anything I say. So I'm standing on what you said. See, what's, what, what am I doing now? Meditating on the word. I'm just saying what he says. I'm holding on to the promises of God. Then that verse in Ephesians, having done all to stand, what do I do? What does that mean? Saying what he says. Saying what he says, I believe I receive it. This Mark eleven twenty four. I believe I receive it. I take what he says. How am I taking it? By saying what he says. Because when he said, when I say what he says and believe in my heart that he's, what he says is what he says, I'll see a metamorphosis take place. Anybody know what metamorphosis is? The old becomes new. The blind will all of a sudden just see. Supernatural doors will be like, boom, chakalaka, it's open. Supernatural doors open. Just a change will take place. My God, this is what you have inherited just because you are a what? Be, be, say it loud. Because I'm a believer. Hallelujah. Hold on to what he says. Preach the gospel that God is here. Stop looking for him to come down to yonder. For those that believe, he's right here. He's right in us. He's with us because I believe it. Let's go back to Luke 4, 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to preach the gospel. And he healed, he sent me. I was sent from heaven to heal the brokenhearted. Anything broken, he what? Fix. Wherever he is, he fixes it. He said, I came to fix those who don't have me in their lives and their hearts. Those that they can come to know that my father loves them. And everything that they need, I will supply it. I will supply it. I'm there because I know he came because he wants to fix your brokenness. He wants to fix those things that are hindering you. He wants to fix your bones and your muscles, your joints, your heart. I came to heal, to make whole and complete everything that's broken. Those have been separated from me through sin. I came to bring us back together. I came so you can meet my, devil, my daddy and take it back. Everything the devil stole, that's why I came. I came, Jesus is saying, to give you my all. He said, I can't. Y'all don't know this. this is, we're completing what he was saying because he hadn't died on the cross yet. Let's go to, um, we're going to complete the mission in um, Isaiah 53, 5. He, he just go, gave them a little bit. I came and put back the broken. They probably thought it was just broken bones because they couldn't tell the whole thing because the devil was listening. But we're going to complete the mission. Anybody going to complete the mission up in this house? Isaiah 53, 5, he said, I came to heal the brokenhearted. I gave my all. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. Everything, every sin that you've done, every sin that you committed, you would not be here if God didn't love you. He wouldn't have you here if he didn't say, you just asked me to forgive you, I'm done with it. 
I throw a fire from the east is from the west. I'm a forgiving God. I'm a forgiving God. He said the punishment for peace, that word peace for wholeness, completeness, to walk like I'm walking in my daddy, I was punished. They beat me with all kinds of whips, pulled my hair, spit on me, my vicious. His face didn't even, he didn't even look like a man when they finished with him. He said, I did all of that so I can take back everything the devil stole from you. He said, it was upon him. I did it for you because I love you. I don't care what somebody said. I don't care what you've done. I love you. Somebody lift your hands and say, God loves me. Oh, somebody, you don't understand. People look real nice on the inside, but down in their heart, they're hurting. Come on, put your hand on your heart and say, God loves me. God loves me. Now, see, we're going from just letting people hear us to, Daddy, I know you love me. I'm going from the inside out. I want everybody to put your hand on your heart and say, Daddy loves me. God loves me. He loves you. The punishment for you to be whole and complete and get the, and stop those sleepless nights. Stop the pain from somebody that left you or somebody that hurt you. I came to mend that. I came to lift you. When you feel like sometimes there's just no way out, it's not going to ever change. I came to fix that. I was punished so you can walk in wholeness and completeness. When it seemed like your finances would just never, ever change. Oh, I came to fix that. I got a way. I make a way out of no way. Oh, I'm your strength and your shield. When you feel weak, I make you strong. I'm here for you because I love you. This is the Lord talking to us. He was punished so we can walk like him and talk like him. He says, and by my stripes, I poured out my life. I poured out my blood. So you can have it. You can have my life. That's the same life that came upon the earth and said, let there be life. That's that same life, the glory of God, his goodness, himself on the inside of us. I came to buy your stripes. You can be whole, healed, delivered, set free. Every bone, every muscle, every joint, all cancer, all pain, every nerve problem, every brain problem, imbalancement, eye problems, ears problems. I am here because I love you. And this is the good news. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. He loves you so much it doesn't matter what you're going through. I just need you to know that I love you and I got your purpose and your plan. Because when you find out your purpose on why you're really here, other people wouldn't matter. It doesn't matter what they think of you. You don't care because I know I'm doing what he called me to do and that's, that's, all, that, that's, that's all that matters. See, I'm, I, I'm a preacher of the gospel. Pastor, he preaches like, like a lot of stuff because he, 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 you know. But I'm in my purpose. And everybody know when I get up and preach, it's going to almost be the same thing. Why? Because I'm walking in my purpose. I love the way my husband preached. I love you, honey. He ministers. I mean, man, is he annoying it. How would it be if I try to be him? All you would get, Jesus love you. Sunday, Jesus love you. Sunday night, Jesus, because I'm in my purpose. If I try to be him, y'all be like, Jesus, she's here. When you find out your purpose, nobody can take me. 
They can try to do something to hurt me, but you can't. Because God put me here to do what I'm doing right here, right now. There's only one Sharon Walker. Do I want promise to be me? No. I want promise walker to be promise walker. And that's me and pastor. We want her to be promise walker. There's only one promise walker. There's only one David Abbott. There's only one Michael and Iverson. There's only one of you. And your purpose and plan, nobody can take it. They can think they're hurting it, but guess what? It ain't going to happen. They can't take away what God has for you. You just got to know he loves me. Nobody can take this. I'm telling you, y'all, lift your hands. The glory of the Lord is here. Remember the gospel is the power of God. I'm walking in my purpose. It's to preach the good news that in this place is everything you need. Everything. Everything. Somebody ought to put your hand on heart and say, I'm going to believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Say, I got it. I want you to remember what you said in Romans 8, 10, 10, 8. Remember that? Your confession. But what saith it? The word is nigh me. The word is Jesus. Jesus right here with you. He's in my He's in my mouth. He's in my heart. He's down on the inside of me. And it's the word of faith. It's his word. These words on which we preach, which we say. He says, so you can just say it, but do you believe it down in your heart? That Jesus was wounded for my transgressions and bruised for my iniquities. He was punished so I can walk in and live on the inside of him. He gave his life. So he said in, in John the 14th chapter, he, he, and first, second, third, fourth, one of those verses. Let me, maybe I should just rock it. Like go to it. Hello. Okay, let's see. He said in the fourth verse, he says, and where I go, you know. And the way you go, you know. He said, I came to prepare a place on the inside of me for you to live. When I went, when they began to beat me, I was preparing a place for Diamond. He's preparing a purpose and a plan. I got I to gotta do this for Diamond. I got to do this for Cynthia. I got to do this for Miss Vincent and Marie. I got to do this. Jaleel, he was doing it for you. That's why I love Jaleel. This means I love you. I love you bad. I love you bad. He said, I, I was getting whipped so I could make sure Stacy do what I called her to do. And there be no hindrances and no weapon formed against you will prosper. You see? That's why I got I to gotta stand on what he said. And I can't allow people to try to, to take me from what God has said. I'm standing before you like Jesus. The spirit of the Lord is on me. But guess what? How many believers we have in this house? He's on you. The same Jesus that raised Christ from the dead is on you. Remember what you said out of your heart. Verse 9, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart, down on the inside, that God is with me. He's in me. I got faith that is so. He's not just the God who made the heavens and the earth, but he, when I lift my hands and say, Jesus, take my life. And do whatever you need to do. I believe you died on the cross for me. Somebody lift, let's lift our hands. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Stand to your feet because I've seen you doing it. Lift your hands and say, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life and save me now. I believe you died for me. I believe 
you arose for me. Be Lord over my life. In Jesus' name, I'm saved. Come on, give the Lord a show. You may be seated. Now, what happened when we did that? Jesus supernaturally took out our old spirit and put in for the new, those who did it for the first time. He put himself in you. The word saved means my deliverance in you, my peace is in you. It's the blessing. I'm, I'm be with you everywhere you go. That's the blessing. That's the blessing. When you say, the Lord, come into my heart, come on. That's the blessing. He said, for with the heart, man, believe it unto righteousness. With your mouth, confession is made unto salvation. As I speak it, I have it. I have. When I said, Lord, come into my heart, he came. And because I believe, he manifests himself. The more I hear the word and say the word, I go from glory to glory to glory. As we sung today, I go from glory to glory. Somebody say, I got it. Remember what he said in Galatians 3.13. He said, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. He was made a curse for us. Curses everyone that hanging on the tree. Why did he do that? So verse 14 says, so the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through who? Jesus Christ. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So he gave his life so we can enter inside of him spiritually like he was with his daddy. We can stand here and say, I'm with the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Right, because Jesus gave his life so I can come on the inside. He's already with his Father, so where he is, there I am, and there's his Spirit right there. I got this Father, Son, and Holy Ghost with me. Somebody ought to give the Lord a shout. Say, I got it. You see how powerful you are? You got the glory on the inside of you. You got miraculous power in your mouth and in your heart. You just got to believe that it's so. You got to build your faith that God is with me. Hallelujah. When I said that, I don't know who you are on this side, but I seen a glory cloud. Just lift our hands in the glory cloud. Now, when you see things in the spirit, it's not always a feeling. It's annoying. If God is with me, how big of a cloud will he show up in this place? He is the glory and the lifter of our head. Come on, just lift your hand and say, do with me as you will. Take my life and do whatever you want to with it. Come on, just lift your hands in his presence. Father, we thank you. Now the glory cloud, the Lord says, moving among us. We thank you, a glory cloud. Now, one thing about me, I'm not going to say anything I don't see. I, I, you know, hallelujah, glory to God. You know, that's kind of crazy. But I see in the spiritual room a cloud rolling like this. I'm minding my own business. I'm preaching the gospel as he leads me, and then he showed me that. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to say what I see. Come on, just lift our hands up and thank him for that. Come on, somebody is getting changed. Somebody's making up their mind. I am going to speak the word. I'm going to say the word. I'm going to take the word. Now, hey, come on, lift your hands. I see the fire of God. We thank you for the glory. We thank you for your goodness. Blind eyes are opening. Deaf ears are hearing. We thank you. Somebody say, I got it. I got it. We thank you, Jesus. And Luke 4, 18, I'm coming to a close. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He anointed me to preach the gospel. To the poor, he, he, he sent me to heal the broken heart. That means to bring us back to his father, get to know his daddy, receive him into our heart and life. And so now he was telling them, so I stand here before you with deliverance to the captives. So anything that's captain that's holding you down, right here, right now, 
He's metamorphosizing it. The old is becoming new, if that's a word. Look that up, metamorphosize. The old is becoming new. He said, if any man be in Christ, which I heard almost everybody in here lift their hands and receive Jesus, you are a new creature. What does that mean? He said, old things pass away and all things become. It metamorphosize. The old become. Come on, somebody. Oh, hallelujah. What you believe in God for? What are you believing? You are in him. You are in the miraculous power. I'm telling you, changes are taking place. I'm telling you. See, when, when God start moving, don't worry about nobody else. You just believe God for them, but take it. He said, take it what? I'm taking hold of what he says. I'm saying what he says. You say you're in this room and you're metamorphosizing? Daddy, metamorphosize my heart. Metamorphosize my knees and my, my brain, my eyes, my ears. Do what you do. You say any man be in you, they're new. I got brand new bones, brand new. Glory to God. I'm telling that person that's in that depression mode. He says right here, he says, look, deliverance of the captives. That's everything. I don't care what it is. A sneezing cold, allergies, bad headache, cancer, lumps, bump, cancer, knees, joints. He said right in this room right here, right now. He was telling them, I got everything you here need right now. He said, I open the eyes to the blind, not just naturally, but in the spirit, so you can understand what in the world is she talking about. I ain't never heard this like this in my life. But got good news for you. This is how it is. God is here. Love is here. Here, open your eyes. You may see. Then he said, I'll set a liberty from that bruise. You're going through depression. Every month, you're depressed. Every, every couple of days, you're sad. You're discouraged. I command that spirit to go. He that spirit got to go when you begin to believe. You ought to tell yourself, spirit of depression, I command you to go. Get off of me. Get off of me. This was the greatest news you can ever have after Jesus was born. This was the greatest news. And then after he rose from the dead with every power in his hand, every need that, that we need in his hand, that is the greatest news. Then he came with some more good news. Everything I died for, everything is right here. Now, this is us completing, completing what he was telling them. He hadn't died yet. We got it. Everything we need right here. Whatever thing you need, he fixing it. He opened supernatural doors. He said, this is the acceptable year of the Lord. Somebody ought to just lift your hands. Let's read. Can we? We got a few more minutes. I want to just read this, Pastor. We've got three minutes at least. I want you guys to see uh, when we read this story how, how it is connected to us right now. When we read this, he told them everything they need. The priest accepted the year of the Lord means, hey, jump up and rejoice. Everything you need is here. I mean, if you knew everything that you need, and I offered it to you right now, text, what would you do? You and Cynthia, I didn't even call Cynthia, and she'll be running around this room with you. Because everything they need is here. You want a brand new baby? She'll get that too. I'm just saying. Kelsey said, no, I'm enough. Kelsey, you're the only baby they need. Right, boo-boo? <laughs> but everything you need. Watch this. This story is going to trip y'all out. 
Okay, now he up in front of them. He said, now preach, then he preached acceptable year of the Lord. It's the end of that verse. Party, jump, y'all, praise him because, hey, everything you need is here. Look what they do. And he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister. He sat down. He should have been up, what, partying with them. And the eyes of all of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on them. But let's, let's see, was this a love eyeball or this was a hate eyeball? And he began to say unto them, now check this out. This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. How many people are listening right now? This, not just for them. Remember, we're completing the mission. This completely even fulfilled in your ears. Everything you need is right here. Look, and then, and all bore witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. It was like, hmm. It was like, ain't this, and they said, it's not this Joseph's son. And that Mary and Joseph little boy that was running around there with them shoes off with that long dress on. And that Mary and Joseph son, who we think he is? The, the haters. <laughs> See, when, when, you, when they start talking about like, oh, you're younger than us. Which, you know, when they, that, that's, that means in their heart. We hear their hearts. They were doubters and unbelievers. And as we say today, haters. And he said unto them, you will surely say unto me this Proverbs, physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also in thy country. And he said, verily I say unto you, no proper prophet is accepted in his own country. Here I am giving y'all everything because I love you. This is my country. I came to y'all to spread the good news. But uh-uh. He said, but I tell you a truth. Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, and when great famine was throughout the land, but no, unto none of them was Elias sent, save unto Sarepta, a city of Sinai, unto a woman that was a widow. So he was saying, you had a bunch of stuff happening, all kinds of things was happening, and only one person was healed and taken care of. Wasn't nothing going on before I came. And so then verse 27, he said, and. Now, to me, he moved, he, he, he took a step back and said, and let me tell you this. No, he didn't. <laughs> he said, and many leopards were in Israel in the time of Elias, the prophet, and none of them was clean except Naaman and Siren. What you talking about? Only one person was healed. I got all the goods. And y'all tripping? I add that. In verse 28, he said, and all they in the synagogue, when they heard these things were fulfilled with anger. In other words, he said, wasn't ha nothing happening. Not much stuff was happening before I came. So they was like, this little boy, who he think he is. And they rose up and thrust him out of the city and led him into the brow of the hill where the city was building. They might cast him down headlong. But he passing through the midst of them. Went his way. Anybody know what just happened? Metal officer. <laughs> a miracle just happened. So they lift him up. And all of a sudden, he was gone. They was like, oh, what? Oh, man. See, when you believe that he's with you, you may just metal officer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, how many know he can do it? You believe you receive it and you what? Have it. And they came down Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath days. 
And they were astonished at his doctrine. For his word was with power. Come on, somebody ought to lift your hands. His words was power, might, and ability. Instead of them preaching and standing up and just giving God the glory and then going and tell somebody that God is here with everything we need. It's Jesus, his son. I mean, hello. He had everything I need. This is the year of Jubilee. This is the year of miracles, signs, and wonders. Great and mighty things will happen to those that believe. You ought to stand up and give God a shout because God said that he is here. And everything you need is right here, right now. Hallelujah. Somebody get it. I want you to get it. Everything you hear, everything you need is right here, right now. He'll make a way out of no way. 2016, as prophesied, will be a great year for those that believe. Come on, anybody believe in God for a miracle? I want you to rise up and praise him. Rise up and lift your hands and give the Lord a shout. Do what you couldn't do. Say, I believe I am healed. He said deliverance is in this place. Miracles is in this place. Brand new heart, brand new eyes, brand new. Whatever you need, supernatural doors open. If you're dealing with depression and oppression, I want you to come up right now. I'm going to pray for you. If you're dealing with sadness every month, you're just sad and discouraged. Come on, hum da 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 shaha. Come on, um, uh, man, I'm going to try to begin to play because healing and miracles are taking place because he said this is the year of Jubilee. That means get all excited. Healing is taking place. Deliverance taking place. Do we have any believers in the house? Do we have any believers in the house? Great and mighty things are happening right now. Anybody dealing with depression, sadness, discouragement? Right here, right now, believe you receive it. Come on, step up to the front. I'm going to lay hands on you. Those that are need healing in their limbs, organs, I want you to come up. We got a healer in this house. He's a deliverer. He's a strengthener. Wherever you are, from the front to the back, just begin to lift your hands and say, I got it, I got it, Daddy. He'll make a way out.